right, welcome back. We've uh, been on a kind of like a break um, of a week or so, but hear me out. We've got some stories to tell you. Um, and I think this episode is going to be more on our adventures in Spain. <laughs> I don't know if you follow our Instagrams, anyone personally, because we know we have a lot of personal friends on here. But um, yeah, we had a lovely time. Erin, how was your, how, how was the holiday? Hmm. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Vibes. a great holiday. Mm-hmm. Although we did have one particular thing that happened, which was very annoying. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can give him a background of how this even came about. So I was at, I was at a work trip um, in Madrid. Yeah, I'm fancy like that. Do you know what I mean? Get your levels up. And um, it was kind of out of the blue, wasn't it? Like, I was like, okay, I've got this date. Do you man want to come down? So Erin and Lord Dio, um, you've wished, which he's been on previous episodes, um, came over, kind of impromptu. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, from Madrid, we decided to basically do a road trip from Madrid to Barcelona. And even that's kind of mad. Like, I don't know how that one came about because it doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you fly to another city to go to a city? But in the end, you know, it was actually worth it. Um, if you haven't had a road trip before, especially a long one, I'd advise you to do it with your friends because, you know, it's, I don't know, it's an experience that we can't really, we can't really put into words. Um, it was my first time driving on the right-hand side. Um, almost killed us maybe once, but not my fault. <laughs> what would you say? Was my driving any good or? I'll be honest with you. I think because you don't regularly drive, mm. uh, you adapted to it a lot quicker than me and uh, Dio because... I mean, I was struggling. I can't lie to you. I, I, you know, we luckily got a car that basically told you if you were moving into a different lane, it would give yeah. you a warning. The whole time me and Dio were driving, it was literally just beeping, beeping, beeping because we kept veering into the wrong lane. And uh, yeah, obviously, like you said, we drove about, I think it was nearly 300 miles or kilometers to Zaragoza. And then from there, another 300 miles to Barcelona. So it was a long drive. Mm. And uh, yeah, we... It was a bit risky, but I thought it was quite fun. I thought um, I definitely do advise people to do that sort of trip. Um, mm. Yeah, I think it was definitely worth getting the car as well. We got it from uh, Enterprise. You know, a little, yeah, yeah. little shout out Enterprise. It was quite uh, smooth, everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, thought, I, I, I mean, like, at first I thought, oh, it's going to be boring. But actually, it was super fun because um, you get little piss, pit stops in between. And we had one pit stop. I swear to God, you would have thought we were at Narcos, bro. <laughs> little photo yeah. shoot, do you know what I mean, with the cigars in a random pit stop in Spain, like near some, like, not mountains, but like hills. Bro, the photos that came out were absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah, it did, it did really look like we were about to, you know, we're about to finish off a deal with the with the cartel. But um, mm. that was that was quite, you know, it was quite funny when we were driving there. Yeah? So everything is in kilometers per hour. Yeah, yeah, and obviously we're used to miles per hour, so I'm going at like 120 miles per or kilometers per hour, which I guess is like 70 or something. Yeah, and uh, you know I, I'm speeding up, and usually in in the UK the left hand lane is the slower lane and the right lane is the faster one, but obviously over there it's switched. Mm. So I'm on the left lane and I'm going at this at the you know the limit. limit. Yeah. Then I see behind me, <laughs> policia. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm super scared of like you know getting arrested or getting into any kind of legal trouble abroad. So when I see the car behind me and he's like, he's the lights are going, and at that point I was going at 140 uh, kilometers per hour. So I'm thinking, mm. 
fuck, he's going to stop me because I'm going too fast. He's going to be like, oh, this guy's a gringo, whatever. And that's how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he he literally made me go over to the right hand lane, and then he just looked, gave me the dirtiest look, as if you're going too slow, and went even faster. I was like, "What? I don't know what the <laughs> rules are. I don't know how I'm meant to drive it." Well, the way people drive there, speeding on others, like they do not give a like damn. Like it's just put your There's foot. No cameras, the There's no There's cameras, bro. There's no cameras. There's no cameras. It's mad. It's actually mad. In the UK, you get snapped up like fifty times. You're definitely paying like a two hundred pound bill. Yeah, and no, I say, you know what, I just really, I, I started to appreciate the fact that in the UK, they're literally trying to charge you for everything. I mean, mm. that doing 600 miles in the UK would have taken us way longer than it did in Spain because we yeah. would have had to go the speed limit because there's a camera everywhere. Mm-hmm. But it was so calm. It was everyone was just driving that whatever speed they wanted, really. Yeah, it was calm. It was calm. People just went for it. Like, it, it didn't matter. But I give them one thing. They do not know how to drive around. Like the signaling was atrocious. Like how is a truck just gonna pull out in front of me at like yeah, five? Yeah, we had a advanced? few close calls with with people not signaling, not gonna lie. But to mm. be fair, that is a I feel like that's almost a universal problem with um driving because uh, mm. we have people like that in the UK as well, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, what did you think of Zaragoza? So we we did around two and a half hours drive or three hours uh, switching between us, and we ended up in Zaragoza. I think that's how you pronounce it with a th. Oh, don't don't be one of those guys. Don't be one of those guys. Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you think of the town? I don't know. I mean, it, it felt more. Well, I don't want to say villagey because you obviously had all of the stuff that you would expect in a city. So it mm. definitely was a city, but at the same time, it did. It felt local. Yeah, it felt like a local sort of place, and. Um, it was it was pretty it was pretty nice it was a nice it had nice scenery and everything mm-hmm. uh, you know I definitely think it is worth a visit but oh not as like um like I would all right so it's worth a visit but I wouldn't do it as like um a stay there if you paid a ticket to fly to Zaragoza and stay there for the weekend that's an L like you, you actually yeah yeah it might be to be honest sorry I just got distracted there for a second but nice. um yeah so we we. Went to, I guess they had like a big church sort of thing. Cathedral, cathedral. Cathedral, yeah, a big cathedral. We went to a big cathedral, which was nice. And, you know, it Mm -hmm. had some great sculptures in there. We did actually see a a kind of, I don't know what you'd call it, but it was was a display where it had a statue that had a a triangle with an eye in it, like an Illuminati Mm -hmm. sign, which we were quite surprised by. Um, I was pretty disturbed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was uh, was quite interesting, but they didn't let you take any pictures or nothing like that. And that was like literally the only... I guess, major site that we came across. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, of course. I mean, there must be more stuff to do in Zaragoza, but we literally drove, drove through like the middle of it on our way to Madrid. So where we had stopped, that's kind of what we had there. Um, mm. I don't know if anybody's listening from Spain. I know we have some listeners from Spain, but yeah, if you can give us like some tips maybe uh, of places to visit in the future, you know, that'd be great. But from our experience, there wasn't much in Zaragoza, if I'm being honest with you. But it was a nice city. Like, the city looked pretty. Yeah, I mean, they had that market, um, which all they really were selling was pork, which is hilarious. Like, you don't really get that in the UK, do you know what I mean? I feel like it's quite a pork-heavy country. Um, but, yeah, uh, definitely. They had, like, um, pork, snout, feet, ears, er- er- everything. You know, everything. everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the cathedral was nice. The Illuminati sign was worrying. <laughs> it kind of you know what like, like on this topic you know how it's all conspiracy theory but in some way it's actually real life as well like you know when you see it like actually like right in your face and you're like okay this can't be a coincidence do you know what I mean a triangle with an eye 
uh, and, and fire coming out of the <laughs> coming out of it in the cathedral, knowing the Catholic Church and how powerful they are. Yeah, it, I, it that, that was a bit suspicious. Mm, mm, very suspicious. But um, yeah, I, I, I think unfortunately the day we went to the Zaragoza, it was kind of windy and cold, and um, there was like another side to it. Uh, you know, past the river that runs through. I think that's meant to be like the pretty side. But uh, we saw it and we were like, you know what? Too windy, let's go. <laughs> and so we continued the road trip. Um, this time it was uh, evening time, uh, driving into the night. I quite enjoyed that that section. I don't know what it is about driving at sunset, but I, 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 get, I, get, I get Miami vibes. Do you know what I mean? I was feeling it. You know when you're yeah, feeling it? It was real romantic, Steve. So yeah, mm. I was asleep in the back and I was just playing this guy Turkish songs and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a vibe. enjoy. Do you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, we alternated. It was quite fun. Uh, mm. Again, uh, it was a it was a pretty straightforward drive. Yes, some of the drivers were a bit mad with the way they weren't signaling or anything, but it's a pretty mm. straightforward drive, and I thought it was quite enjoyable as well. And that that was like half of Spain, if you really think about it, because Madrid is in the center and Barcelona is at the very north. Um, so, you know, you if you want to drive anywhere in, in Spain, I'd say it's quite easy. Um, definitely hire a car if you want to. Isn't do Barcelona Intercity. south? Barcelona is at the north, brother. What are you on about? Barcelona is near France. Oh, is it? Yeah, my bad. Okay, go Bro, are you serious? Like, <laughs> no, I thought it was in the, I could have sworn it was in the south, no? Uh, bro, how are they? <laughs> I'm oh, done, oh, mad. That's I'm crazy. Mad. Oh, wow. We so, actually drove quite a bit. I'm just looking on the map now. Bro, it's half of Spain. We actually drove half of Spain. No Look way. At it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's actually not bad. Like, if I go back to Spain, I'm hiring a car and I'm going to other cities because it's, it's not that deep. Like, we started at 12. And when did we get to, when did we get to Barcelona? Like, with our pit stop. You know what I mean? Around, With our around, lunch around nine. So it took us yeah, nine like hours, I'd say. Nine. But we, we spent like a good two two hours maybe in Zaragoza. We, you know, we stopped in many stops in between. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was basically, let's just say, you know, we spent the first day just driving with the car, seeing other cities, seeing all the views, which is quite nice. It's quite nice. And I don't know, when I arrived to Barcelona, I wasn't too tired. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it, it was enough for me to like relax. And so it was nice. So we arrived to Barcelona, obviously nighttime. Um, we couldn't really gauge the city at that point, um, but we could see there was a big long road. Uh, so we, anyway, we stopped at a hotel, very nice hotel. A uh, bit booky, the walls were a bit thin. I don't know, <laughs> Aaron. Yeah, the walls, the walls were, were a, bit a bit too thin, if I'm being honest with you. That was kind of crazy. The noises that we were hearing from the other rooms, a bit, bit scary. It was a bit scary. It was a bit scary. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, some squeaking, some jumping. So we keep it moving anyway. Uh, nah, bro. No, no, no. There was a guy who sounded like Bane, like when he was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. The whole night, bro. It was just, he sounded like a mechanical, like tractor sound the whole night. It was ridiculous. Oh, my days don't remind me. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So we were sleeping or about to go to sleep. And then something kicks off, like Aaron said, like a mechanical sound, like, you know, that kind of like Darth Vader style stuff all night long, bro. And then in the morning, we wake up, it's still going. And it's from someone next door. I don't know if someone has like a sleep problem or a snoring problem or if they need to attach themselves to a machine, but walls were way too thin, way too thin. And that was only one of the days. The other days you can imagine, do you know what I mean? A little hanky-panky. But it is what it is. We keep it moving. I like the hotel in general. Um, what was nice about it was that there was a sauna and like a, a pool downstairs, which, um, <laughs> should we go into that story straight away? Or <laughs> Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so why not? So we decide to book that out for um, uh, an hour and we go down and really there's like <laughs> these like young couples there 
uh, obviously it's me, Erin, and Lord Dio. So we're getting our sauna on and going into the pool. And, <laughs> you know, it shows there's a generation gap when there's people in the pool making TikToks and you're just sitting there like, what is going on? Bro, that was so good. I know I'm in the back of these, these this couple's TikTok just with my fat belly walking around. Like, it was just, what is going on, man? Where, it, the thing is, it's not like it was a private sauna or nothing as well. It's not like it was a private pool. Uh, and, you know, it goes to show that these TikTok lot, they, they you know, the way they... Um, record stuff i'm sure they made it seem like oh we've hired out our own private pool and this For and sure, that yeah. but yeah like it was just literally us three in the back uh mm. you know looking like middle-aged men just <laughs> do you know what i mean in the back of their, their video uh, yeah. but that was quite embarrassing in, in all honesty but you're right actually yeah they were kind of filming it to make it seem like it's their their own like private facility it shows like you never believe anything online you know the most happiest people seemingly can be the most depressed so um, always keep that in mind, guys. Um, but what was interesting as well was that this... <laughs> Do you remember the old couple in the back? Yeah, 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 yeah. They were know, going man. in. They disturbing. were going ham. Disturbing. That's what I'm going to say to the listeners. It was disturbing. They were on the armchairs or like rest chairs in the back by themselves. Uh, you know, big old man, like belly. You could tell he was a builder or something. Fist, he was going in, bruv. He was he going like, in. He looked like a pool. Or, you know, Gary, do you know what I mean? Definitely yeah, yeah definitely Gary. Yeah, 100% British, like, <laughs> um, fish and chips, all that. But, uh, yeah, they thought they were, in a, again, another private area, uh, doing the most with his wife. Um, we didn't see anything, like, strictly, we can't really say what happened, but it looked crazy. And we yeah, looked you know at what? that. That being said, though, the sauna was nice. That's what we've got to be a peace and quiet. <laughs> but, but the sauna was elite. <laughs> and I, you know what? When I came out, my skin felt fresh. Do you know what I mean? I think we said that because uh, Lord Dio had like some spots. And once we we're done with our session, you know, it was kind of like going away. Our skin was like whiter, which uh, obviously is a good thing. <laughs> no, but like. Okay, it, well, that out of context, that sounds crazy. But yeah, go on. <laughs> But yeah, we continue, innit? We, so we were refreshed on that day. Um, and immediately after, I think we, we left, did we? Did we go in the morning or? No, we went in the evening. So, so in the morning, uh, after we arrived that same day, we decided to go to uh, the Gothic uh, Centre, I believe it's called, in Barcelona. Boy, when I say yeah, Barcelona, the Gothic when I say Barcelona is a beautiful place, Erin. Actually, this is my favourite European city. Like, I've never seen a city like this in Europe. I'll be honest. Like yeah, I was it impressed has, it by the Gothic range. Quarter. It has range mm. because we went to the Gothic Quarter and we went to basically the beachfront. And, mm. um, you know, that's only two parts of the city. And obviously when we went to the new camp, we saw other like, sides of the city as well. Uh, and it, what amazed me was the, the amount of variety. Yeah, yeah. Like we didn't even see the whole of Barcelona, but there was so much like, it was so different everywhere you went. And every part mm. had its own unique identity a little bit. And uh, yeah, for sure, the Gothic Quarter was really beautiful. And we obviously went to La Sagrada Familia and uh, we went to their big cathedral, Barcelona Cathedral. Mm. And uh, yeah, the, the few options were great uh, for the most part. And uh, you know just, what? Yeah, I'd say one thing. Like the food options were great, but because I spent the week in Madrid, I think in general, the food down south is a lot better than the food up north. This is my feeling, I mean, of Barcelona and Saragossa, because I've mm. been in Seville as well. Like, mm. you could go anywhere and the food bangs. Like, you could go in any store and you know it's like, well, how do I put it? Like, it's not a touristy. It's like, you know, local people eat here, but the food is really, Wait, really when good. When you say south, do you mean the south of Spain or do you just mean like south of Europe? South of Spain. So, like, oh, uh, oh, so Madrid like Seville would be better. 
yeah, yeah. In terms of food in Barcelona. Well, I will have to go to Sevilla sometime. Yeah, I, th- I think this is a trip we need to plan. But um, yeah, I, I feel like they have a more of a like local vibe to the to the south, um, where Barcelona is more of a touristy vibe. So you're gonna get more like generic food. For example, like Five Guys were there. I mean, all the big chains, but obviously this this is an indication that also the local Spanish stuff is gonna be more like touristy, bland, generic. It's like going to London and going central to get a kebab. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know what you're going to get at Piccadilly. Like, it's just going to be dead. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, the Gothic Court, I really liked. It was very pretty. You can tell that they kept, like, some of the old buildings and, like, the old style. Um, we went into Cathedral, which at first Erin hated me for, but I think in the end, uh, you were, you got to the point where you can go up to the top and you get a sky... Let's get it straight. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Go on. This guy thought the Mm. cathedral was the Sagrada (laughs) Familia, and he was like, "No, I'm definitely going. Even if they say 30, 40 euros to go in, I'm gonna go in." (laughs) It wasn't like what made you think that it was that? It didn't even remotely look like that. So, bro, it's a cathedral. (laughs) Man, man, just saw a big church and said, "Yeah, that's the one, man." Mm -hmm. Look, look, that's an L on my side. But Aaron, you took an L as well. You know, um, what was my L? Yeah, in, in in the cent around that cathedral, um, we were trying to take pictures, obviously trying to do up Instagram and that. But um, this lady appeared out of nowhere, you know, with like a face paint. She seemed fun, hugging Erin, taking pictures with Erin. Oh, she scared uh, the shit out of me. I was taking pictures, and I just turned around. This woman, like, dressed in a white wedding gown with white face paint and balloons around her head and arms, just randomly appeared. I was scared out of my mind. I thought, like, what the hell? What the hell is this woman doing? But then she started posing for the pictures and stuff. Mm-mm. Took my phone. And was like, oh, I'll take a picture of you as a group. So I was like, okay. But I was like, I was ready to punch her. Like if she yeah, tried to I'll run away honest. with the phone, basically. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be super honest with you because I thought she was gonna try to rob me. And then um she and then I take my phone back and she goes, she just puts out her hand that says money. So I was like, okay, you know what? Fair enough, whatever. Just so I gave her like journey. I gave her like yeah. two, three euros. And she goes, No, no, five, five. So then oh, so fuck's sake. All right, I gave her five, and she was even gonna keep my change. So I gave her three euros and I gave her five pound note. She was gonna keep all eight euros. I said, no, 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 give me back my change. What are you doing? She was and cheeky. Then, she was cheeky. And then she, she looked at me. And, and then she holds out her hand for, for you and Dio as well. I was like, are you fucking insane? What are you? Bro, she tried to get quid. like 15 quid off us. Are you mad? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm not a regular tourist. Like, I, I know these tourist traps. So I don't mind rejecting you in your face and kind of being rude. But watch out for these ones. You know? it's, it's not a scam. Like, obviously, this is a hustle. Like, they take pictures of people. They try to get paid. It is what it is. Like, give them five quid and keep it moving. But they will push their luck. Like they, they have. Oh no, shape. she was really put 15, yeah, yeah. 15 euros. Are you mad? Yeah, it's, it's mad. It's actually Mazzolini. And she was angry. This is what gets me. They're always angry. Like, like you're mad at what? What did you do to get 15 euros? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and the thing is, I didn't even ask for it. That's, that's what I'm saying. I didn't even ask mm. to take a picture. She literally just appeared out of nowhere and scared the shit out of me. So, what, what do you want 15 euros for? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you think about it, if they're getting that every hour, Bro, they're earning more than us. Just they 50 are euros. More than, yeah, you're earning more than me, B. Yeah, yeah like you pay me. About <laughs> Man said 15 euros. So that means that she was expecting it. Like, this is a regular thing. Like, it's an easy thing for them. But uh, little do they know we're from Edmonton Green and we have no shame. So you get straight rejected and we keep it moving. Um, but yeah, the skyline view from the cathedral was actually amazing. I mean, we walked into the cathedral. I was a bit disappointed. I thought, oh, you know what? It was kind of an L to play, pay for this. <laughs> But then going up, you know, we were able to see like all of Barcelona and the seaside front. Um, and that's when I realized how close we were to the sea. I, I didn't realize before that because obviously we we're getting breakfast. But um, at that point, I was like, wow, OK, we're definitely going there now. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. It was some good, 
Good imagery. What do you think? Yeah, no, no. I think uh, so. It was nine euros to go in uh, mm. to the cathedral. I think the view kind of makes it worth it, but the actual cathedral inside, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't anything spectacular. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, as you said, like when we first walked in, I was like, wait, we paid nine euros for this. Uh, I couldn't kind of believe it. But then there's an elevator that takes you to the to the roof, and you know, you you get to see some some pretty sights. So yeah, that was definitely that was definitely a good idea. And yeah, as you said, we kind of noticed that the beachfront wasn't too far away. So yeah, that was where we went next. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to say, Boston's got a great beach, uh, amazing great beachfront, loads of lovely restaurants there as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So obviously, when we went, it was kind of windy, but it was still nice. It was still nice to sit on the beach for sure. Um, you know, we popped a couple of cigars and that as well. And it was yeah, it was nice, man. It was, it was I really I really liked Barcelona because of that because they had the beach, they had the you know, the touristic kind of mm. sites to go to, the historic sites. They've got the big football stadium. They've got great food. The weather was, you know, it was windy, but it was nice. So, yeah, I've got nothing bad to say about Barcelona as a city, to be honest. I think it was... I, yeah, I, I can't front. I'm going again, man. There's no way I'm not going again. Like, this place was amazing. Like you said, the beaches was beautiful. Do you know what I mean? The, and there's, like, different vibes. There's, like, if you want to go fancy, you can go fancy. If you don't really want to go that fancy, you can also do that as well. So... And one we thing that surprised both. me was the abundance of um, homeless people. Though. Like the abundance, yeah. of, well, I don't know if they were homeless, but like beggars, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. Because we had like a guy follow us into one of these cigar shops, and he just wouldn't leave us alone. And mm. he he wanted like uh, he wanted some tobacco and some you know some mm. money or whatever. That was quite mm, that was a bit. Yeah, this guy was yeah, like ninety seven percent. the vibe ash. a little bit. We were like, oh, just leave us alone, sort of thing. And he he was you could tell at any moment he could switch because when he first came up to us, I kind of like shook my head like, no, sorry. And he was like, what, what are you shaking your head for? And all of this, I was yeah. like, oh, relax, man. Like <laughs> so that was a bit. So that was a that surprised me a little bit. But I guess we've got a lot of um we've got the same sort of issue in central London. So you just got to view it in that sort of light. Yeah, I think it's a similar light. Um. But yeah, you're right. There was you can tell there's like a an, an underworld, not an underworld, but like a different world to what is, you know, initially perceived. Um, if you really just dig a little bit, you can see it there in Barcelona. So it's an interesting place. I'd say it's hella expensive though. That weekend was actually quite expensive, just in general. Um, but anyway, the beach. Me and uh, Dio went and got bikes, and we did a kind of beach tour on bikes we just went up and down mm. and it stretches quite a bit actually we actually made quite a bit of distance and the different areas have different vibes this is what i like about it like um you know you just go down you do a 10 minute cycle and you, it's a totally different feel where you know there was like a outdoor gym and you know it felt like um, miami or i don't know if it's the same in california you know those outdoor beaches with arnold schwarzenegger in the background it was one of those ones um and you keep cycling a bit more and there's more of like a natural vibe you can tell you're leaving the city a little bit but it's still like barcelona beaches uh super nice super nice place um hella tourists so like everywhere you go obviously there's tourists it's barcelona Um, not us complaining about tourists while we're tourists ourselves but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but you know sometimes you've got to be that guy hypocritical yeah i want to be the only tourist in town that's what i want to (laughs) be fair Um, enough uh yeah uh so yeah it was pretty fun um Again, we met some some people as well on the beach that, again, were Brits. But, um, yeah, there's quite a few Brits, actually, I, I realized. So that, there was that group. And as we were going around and, you know, in the hotel, m- most of the tourists were Brits, in my opinion. Like, this is what I felt. 
Um, yeah, there were, but there was like a there was a, a decent amount of I'd say Eastern European tourists as well though, like which I oh that's true. Yeah. So they, they, that was also another thing. Yeah, um, yeah. There weren't a lot of people of color, other than you know, like there was a, there was a significant Asian population that was like you know running the shops and stores and stuff. But I mean, in terms of tourists. Mm. I, I didn't really see too many like i think we were one of the rare we were rare yeah, tourists, yeah. That makes people sense. were staring i went over front yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that was a bit that was a bit awkward yeah. at times but yeah but anyway we just got to put up with that i mean this is normal and this is what we this is what we have to put up with in the 21st century but it is what it is um yeah so we did the beach day and then i think that night we went to a really fancy restaurant to be honest the paella was delicious so i can't even front like we, the only bad part was that it was super windy and we forget that we're near the beach, so the wind is amplified. Um, and this place was quite exclusive, so we had to sit outside because we didn't pre-book. Um, food was really good, but um, there was this guy. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, Aaron, but there was this like super rich guy. You could just tell by the way he dressed. And he kind of walked into the restaurant, and obviously he didn't have a booking like us, so they told him, you know, you've got to eat outside if you want, if you want to stay here. And he was like, oh, you know, I earn more than all of you combined. You know, people like that. I hate people like that, man. Like, Bro, why would he, you he, like was, that? he had his feelings were so hurt. It was ridiculous. Like it was like, yeah, I could buy and sell all of you. I'm rich. Do you know what I mean? Do you know who I am? I'm thinking, man, mm. you're embarrassing yourself. Relax, man. Yeah, man. Uh, but I was so was... embarrassed. I just I felt embarrassed on his behalf. What's even more embarrassing is that he went back. He just went back and got drinks anyway. So he didn't even eat. Yeah, you know what the restaurant's name was? Uh, if anybody wants to go when they're in Boston, this was a very good restaurant. It was a P-E-I-X uh, space V-E-L-A. So Pivella, I guess. It's, I don't know how Pivella, you pronounce yeah. it. But yeah. yeah, it was very nice. It was a very nice restaurant. But you should book in advance or you will have to eat on the outside part, which, to be honest, wasn't a problem for us because they had some nice heaters and stuff. And the ambiance yeah. was nice as well. Yeah, and we're used to the cold anyway. So, um, yeah, yeah it, wasn't, it wasn't a problem, but... Yeah, it was a very nice restaurant. I do suggest it. Um, it does also come up as Pezvea, so P-E-Z-V-E-L-A. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's on the Barcelona beachfront and it's quite nice. Amazing. I can't lie. If it was summer, it would be vibes. Like that outside mm-hmm. place would be absolutely packed. So yeah, yeah, I think a lot more people would have been out there at that time. But yeah. Mm. So anyway, that was, uh, I think that was day one. So we actually did quite a bit on the first day. Um, second day, though, we were prepared. We said, you know what? First time we went beach, it was kind of like impromptu. We were in jeans and like, you know, mm. not beach weather, uh, beach friendly clothes. Um, but then the second day we said, you know what, we're going to prepare for the beach. So what did we do? I believe we went to Sagrada La Familia first. Um, we took a look at on the outside. We got breakfast there and everything. But unfortunately, you have to book and you have to pre-book to get inside, which we didn't do. And uh, yeah, I can't lie. It was it was looking mythical anyway. I mean, there was so many people. Like that's yeah. the thing that there's such an abundance of people there. It doesn't matter what day you go on because we went on multiple days. Yeah, it was, it's, it's just there's too many people, and I personally, me personally, I don't like that kind um, of stuff. Yeah. yeah, that kind of like overpacked, overcrowded thing. And you know, it, it looked nice from the outside anyway. So we just we were like, okay, cool. What so what did we do? We went to we camp. Went to new. new camp. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> new camp. So yeah, what what do you think of the stadium? So when I walked towards it, I. You know, I had such a big expectation because obviously it's the new camp, bruv. Do you know what I mean? But Barcelona, do you know what I mean? Like, you could, yeah. you, expectation was way too high for me. And then I arrived there and I was like, this looks like Brentford. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was not an imposing stadium in any way. Like, um, when, I, when I went to Madrid a couple of years back, uh, when you're walking up to their stadium, it was, you, know, you feel it kind of, the burnabout is kind of 
it's imposing it kind of yeah. you know you feel small in comparison to his grandeur but then with with new camp it just i don't know it just yeah like you said it just felt like going to brentford away or something you know what i mean it wasn't really it didn't mm. feel that from the grand. outside yeah from yeah. the outside to be fair like the inside was very beautiful um, as mm. most stadiums are and the pitch was you know fantastic you get to go down to where the pitch is and take pictures and stuff like that so that was great uh, and I think the stadium is beautiful, but just from the outside, it wasn't as grand as the Bernabeu, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that yeah, was a bit underwhelming from the outside, at least. So Madrid won, Barcelona nil on the outside. Um, but yeah, we go inside, we pay for the tickets to go on a tour. And I'd say the tour was worth it, actually. It's it really good. Like, you got to see all of Messi's Ballon d'Ors and his, um, what's it called? Golden boots. Golden and boots. And sort of historic cups and everything. Yeah. There. It's actually, you know, when you see the cups in person, you realize how big of a club this is. Like, it's, it's crazy, ridiculous. actually, it's what they've really achieved. Like an entire wall, like an entire corridor is lined with cups, mm. which is the same with um, Real Madrid Stadium as well. They've got like yeah, yeah. loads. It's ridiculous. I mean, and then you think there's clubs like Tottenham that have got like one cup in the last hundred years. It's ridiculous. That was, you know, you pulled the thought straight out of my hat, head. Uh, like, I was thinking about Tottenham the whole time. I was like, what an L. Like, you must do that to stadium tour. They don't even have an FA Cup in the middle. That's just, nah. You, could, you can't be a Tottenham fan and be proud. I'm sorry. Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, they're, they're, I don't know. What do they show off in their stadium tour? It must just be, oh, look, we've got a new stadium. It's got new gadgets. But in terms of actual cups, I don't really know if they can show anything like that. I think they've got, like, what, three, four cups in total? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, embar- it's embarrassing. Like, uh, just stay in your lane. But yeah, anyway, the, we The Audi moving. Cups front and centre in, <laughs> in the stadium. <laughs> But yeah, no, I really actually the inside of the Barcelona Stadium was really nice. Um, we got to obviously go around. We saw the, I believe the the like. I, well, what's weird is that we didn't get to see, get to see the changing room, and I don't know if that's reserved for like different tier of um tours. We got the I cheapest think, one, think, obviously. I think on match day you, you can get a specific thing that takes you into the the changing rooms. Um, right, right. With, that's with a bit disappointing. Yeah, that was a bit disappointing. With Real, they let us into the changing rooms, and we kind of saw. Yeah. It. And the same thing with uh, was it Marseille. Marseille, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Marseille as well. When I went to their stadium, we kind of saw the changing rooms and, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. lockers and stuff. But, yeah, in the, in this event, it, it, unfortunately, we didn't see that. But to be fair, I mean, I don't know. Whatever, it doesn't matter, to be honest. It, does, it doesn't really matter. To be honest, the, I really like the inside of the stadium. You know, once you get into the stands, you do see, like, the grandeur and how big it is. And uh, it kind of puts it all in perspective. Um, and it's nice to see, you know, the place that you always watch on Champions League finals. And, you know, it's nice to be there. So I, I enjoyed that part. Um, so we did all that and uh, we went obviously straight to the beach. So we, this time we were prepared. We had change of clothes, got into the, got into our, our narcos, uh, <laughs> and change, um, shorts and all that. But it was way too cold to swim. Like I, I think we saw the day before someone go in and swim again the british um yeah they were brits as well they were they were like um language students i think uh yeah a bunch of useless degrees yeah yeah (laughs) and uh, they they went into the water and the girl was like literally freezing as she came back out um so that was pretty ridiculous but yeah Yeah. it was way too cold when we went to swim but had we gone at a warmer you know temperature the water looked beautiful you could have easily swam in that i think in may that's when it's going to pick up and if you go in may uh, go for it um but what do you think of the cleansiness of the beach? I think, uh, I mean, it was okay. The beach wasn't necessarily too dirty. I would say that, again, there was a lot of uh, blanket salesmen, though. Yeah. Um, and so that was a bit uncomfortable. Uh, and yeah, so it's think... a sangria salesman. 
yeah, like, man, walking around like with a bottle in their every hand. Every second as well. Like I literally, because the day before when you went on the bike trip, I was there for like a couple hours, just like lying mm. there on the beach. And literally in that in that maybe two hour time frame frame, they asked me about I'm not kidding, about 40 times. Mm. Quite literally 40 times. Do you want to buy a towel? Do you want to have some sandwich? I said no to each. Like, it was just yeah, it's a bit much in it. Like it gets a bit tiring. It kind of ruins the experience a little bit when somebody keeps asking you. But you do know you what is buy a towel. It's not just keep asking. They sometimes just stay there after you say no, and they just stare at you like you have to buy. And it's like, bro, keep it moving. I told you no already. Like, don't make me say it seven times over. Yeah, um, if you remember one time a guy came out, I said, brother, no. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> I was about to lose it. I was on the brink of losing it because it was like the 40th time this guy had asked me. And I was just like, how many times do I need to say no? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a bit much. I mean, I mean, the police do come every now and then. Um, and they kind of run away if they if they do come. So obviously it's illegal what they're doing. But uh, it's not it's not often enough. Let's put it that way. So is what it is you just got to put up with it but that vibes was nice you know we we basically i don't know why but we decided that we're going to smoke cigars on this trip and uh what was the brand um don, don, Pelle- don, don julio don julio that's it yeah, don was, pellegrini you know? <laughs> don pellegrini. <laughs> yeah don julio yeah brought us through it was nice vibes do you know what i mean by the beach and um i don't know just chilling there we spent most of the day there actually just chilling on the beach and like relaxing sunbathing just chatting and enjoying the the seaside front you know the smell of the sea i really like that as well it's quite refreshing so yeah no good vibes you know what this holiday was just good vibes like oh man i'm definitely coming back if if you took anything from this podcast episode like barcelona is an elite place in europe it's some and it's a place that you don't just do once you know there's a lot of cities you do once and you're like okay it's done i've ticked it off but i wouldn't want to come here again necessarily um unless it's like really cheap but Barcelona, I'd aim to go Barcelona, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know how you feel about that place. Yeah, no, I think I think Barcelona was a beautiful city. And uh, out of all the cities that I've gone to, I usually go, okay, you know what, this one visit was enough. Um, mm. But this time around, I was like, mate, this is... Uh, the elite, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is fantastic. Should we talk right. about the, the, the final day negative experience that we had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, let's go for it. So I'm going to name and shame here. The restaurant's called Sal Salada. Mm. Uh, it's got 3.9 star rating on uh, Google Maps. It's got a lot of one star ratings. I don't know who the hell is giving it five star to bump it up. I'm assuming Crazy. that it's the, it's the restaurant itself is going in there and giving itself five mm. star reviews because there's no way anyone had a five star experience here. Having a look through the the other people's experiences who also had negative experiences it's the exact same issue that we had mm. uh, so horrible service food didn't taste nice it was overpriced it was just terrible so in essence what we were going to do again we took a fat l here we had a list of restaurants that we wanted to go to and we just were picking one at random and the one we picked we didn't realize it says it opens at 9 p.m on a monday uh, we uh, this was obviously on a Saturday, and we thought that it opened at 9 p.m. on that day. So we went down to you know down to where all the restaurants are, and we figured and we clocked, oh shit, actually it's not open today. So we walked into the first restaurant that we saw, which was called Sal Salada, uh, and my god, <laughs> I don't, where do I even begin? So we walk in. The woman at the front says, "Oh, go upstairs. There's seats up there." So we walk up the stairs, go upstairs, and we're about to sit down this guy comes up to us really rudely he goes no what are you doing go downstairs i was like well okay relax man and we went downstairs mm. they made us sit in this corner and our view is completely blocked from everyone else 
it's sitting in his corner. Guy comes up to us after about five minutes and says, yeah, what do you want? So we tell him, you know, we want calamari. And then we one person wanted paella, one person wanted steak, one person wanted hamburger, cool, whatever. So we give the order. We wait about 30 minutes. So he brings us the drinks immediately. And then we wait about 30 minutes and the calamari is not there. None of the food's there. So I just got up because uh, we kept putting our hand up to get service. No one, they ignored us completely. Yeah. So I was like, all right, no problem, no harm, no foul. I just got up and I saw like the manager was just kind of standing there. I said, oh, sorry, do you mind just letting us know when the, the starters will be ready at least? Because, you know, it's been like about half an hour. We do kind of need to get going. Very rude. Immediately, like, oh, just sit down, sir. We'll bring them to you. We'll bring them. I said, okay, no, no problem, no problem. Went and sat back down again. The second I sit down, the waiter comes and he just slams a, a, a plate of, I think the Bruh. worst calamari I've had in my Microwaved. entire life. Microwave food, basically, mm. and goes, oh, sir, we told you it's coming. I said, I haven't seen you in half an hour. What are you talking about? I told mm. you it's coming. Like, it's it's like, it's I, just, I literally just asked, when is the starters going to come? Like, it's not like I went up there and I was being angry or belligerent. I just said, oh, when are the starters coming? Because it's you know it's been a little while. So anyway, we we managed to just about stomach the food, mm. which again I have to say is the worst horrible. calamari I've had in my entire life. It was horrible. Mm. And they gave us no plates, no nothing. It was just like one bowl uh, just filled with disgusting calamari in the middle. And it was like, cool, everyone just dig in with your your forks, I guess. So Mm. fine. Then we wait another 10, 15 minutes. Food still not arrived. So we keep putting our hand up to say, like, what is going on with the food? Um, And they keep ignoring us on purpose. So it got to a point where, you know, they were being really rude and disrespectful the whole time. So we said, look, the food's not ready. It doesn't seem like it's going to get ready anytime soon do you mind just giving us the bill for what we've eaten at the moment and then we'll be on our way. It's fine. We don't want the food. Mm. Uh, to which they made us wait another 15 minutes and then they brought out the food and said, well, the food's out now, so you, you have to pay for it. And we're like, But we told you about like 15 minutes ago that we didn't want the food. And by the way, can I say, I brought a steak. I said medium, yeah? This was, the, I mean, the cow was still mooing. Mm-mm. It was raw. They'd literally just slapped it on the plate super quickly just so that they can bring something out. To get the bill out, yeah. To get the bill out. I took one bite of it and I, I was almost going to throw up. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like I literally, I've had diarrhea for a week after that. I'm not, you know, mm. I'm not going to lie, yeah. but it was ridiculous. It was so undercooked. Mm. Uh, and the same thing with the supposed hamburger. It wasn't even a hamburger. It was just a ball of Bro, it's all minced meat. Like, yeah, it, it, it was like raw minced, minced meat. meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah and just on the outside. You cut, cut into it the inside was bleeding. It was red. It was raw. Mm-hmm. They, again, they just simmered the outside to show us, oh, here's some food uh, yeah, and yeah, so that we yeah. have to then pay. And, you know, we went back and forth with the, with the manager and we're like, look, do you not understand where we're coming from as well? Like, surely you've got to be a bit understanding about the situation. You've been rude to us the whole time. We were trying to be polite, but this is unacceptable. And all he said was, well, sir, no one's right in the restaurant business, but you have to pay now for the food. You know, I was going to make a big deal out of it and cause a commotion, but yeah, I thought, look, I we're, we're abroad, we're Brits abroad. If they call the police, it's just not going to yeah, look good not, on us. Yeah. Everyone's going to just assume that we're, you know, troublemakers. And I, when I tell you, I paid 80 euros for this. And after that first bite, I did not touch the plate again mm. at all because I was like, this is inedible. This is poison, bro. I, actually, I was actually poison. sick. I actually felt yeah. sick afterwards. Yeah. Like I, I got dizzy. I, my stomach felt like, I felt like I was going to throw up. So we had to like actually go into a five guys just to get some actual food in us. So that we, you know, we, do, we, we don't let it ruin our day. Do you know what I mean? Like we continued, we got five guys. We enjoyed it. Uh, Lord Dio got a glizzy. Yeah, glizzy, glizzy, glizzy general. But yeah, the South Salada place. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, 
you know, if they go low, go high kind of guy. So if you guys want to just go and bomb their uh, their page and <laughs> just, uh, you know, and yeah. I'll tell you the exact location because they're absolutely terrible and no one should go to them at all. So it's uh, C-A-L-L-E, Calle, La Rambla, 87, OA002, Barcelona, Spain. So that's, you know, uh, that's that's what the restaurant is. Uh, you know, look, I'm not I'm not a person who'll be like, oh, no, let's be horrible about a food place but no, but this was this was my worst experience ever i've never had something like this and um yeah it was literally food poisoning because the next day me i mean we were using the toilet like mad and we only had like a, a bite do you know what i mean yeah yeah One like, bite I, I, I tasted if I, it if i had and I knew this was wrong. food i could have i'm pretty sure i would have got like very severe food poisoning a hundred percent yeah yeah and who knows what they did in the back so very rude people very yeah, I could rude have service. fucking shit and pissing my food before you brought it out <laughs> you might have done as well and... I'll, I'll be honest yeah i'm the kind of guy <clears throat> if this was in the uk like i'd pay for the start and just leave and if they put my hands on me uh, then it is what it is but <clears throat> because you're abroad again like you said you're the brit abroad you don't want to be the troublemaker on top yeah. of that like do you know what i mean if the police come they're gonna see us lot and you know we, we we don't look like regular brits as well so they, they'll probably think other yeah, stuff we're as minorities well. on top of everything else so yeah it, it just wouldn't yeah, have been we aren't we aren't you know we, we don't have certain privileges to be able to cause a scene but as yeah, you exactly. said, if that was in the uk brother call the police call the fire brigade i don't care what you're doing i'm not paying for this shit yeah there's no way uh, I'd be yeah i know yeah, my yeah. rights and whatever but again we're abroad so we didn't want it to continue to ruin our our holiday so we said all right mm. fine whatever but yeah, it was a horrible restaurant. Fuck them. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to be nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even yeah, going to be nice about, nice about it. Yeah. it. They, they're just a bunch of cunts. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. keep it moving. Anyways. <laughs> so that night, we watched South Park. Yeah, I mean, we went to bed. Hilarious episode. Um, if you know about Shitty Walk, you know. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, next day was home time. And I don't know, man. I felt like the weekend was so eventful and so long. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it was so jam-packed and we did a week in Barcelona, not a weekend. Um, and there's really, still so much more to see. Yeah, that's the best part about it is that we did, we weren't able to like do the whole thing. Like there's just so much to do, um, which is, re- re- yeah, it shows like I'm definitely coming back. Um, the day we left as well, beautifully it rained, obviously, um, which is a good thing for us. It means we... That we rain timed was, it right. <laughs> we timed it right. That rain was meant to come on Saturday and Friday. So we were very lucky that it got delayed by two days and was on the day that we were leaving. Um, oh, you know what? You know what? I'm going to compliment another thing about, about Spain, mm. uh, about Barcelona in particular. Uh, the transport. Mm. So m- moving around Barcelona was super easy. We just got like a, uh, it was like a two-day pass. You pay 12 euros, I think. And yeah. you can go onto the metro and the bus as much as you want. And yeah, they had like very convenient train lines that took you exactly where you wanted to go. Where you didn't necessarily have to walk a lot. I mean, I know we walked a lot in the end because we just wanted to see. We wanted to, yeah. Uh, you know, even getting to the airport, it was I think about five seven, euros. Five, yeah, five euros, something like that. It was like a it was a bus that came literally every two minutes and went took you straight to the airport in one stop. Yeah. It was just very convenient. I really liked it. I liked the pricing of everything. It really made me kind of hate the fact that in London we pay about I pay about two hundred and forty, I think, every month. It's crazy, isn't it? Which is insane. We, you know, like over there, you're paying uh, about 15 euros for, I think, two, two three days. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it was well-priced. You know, you got everywhere you wanted to get to. Uh, yeah. it, was just, it was just easy, man. It was just an easy holiday. It was an easy place, it. yeah. 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 It, it, it was, there was no rush. Difficult. Yeah, there was no difficult. Like, I remember we went to Naples and there was like some difficult stuff on transport and 
you know, we had to come uh, back Naples from Naples was a bit of a war zone, I'm not going to lie. In comparison to Barcelona, Naples... Uh, yeah, Na- not, Naples is... really levels. I mean, it, uh, the thing with Italy is it has a lot of history and everywhere you go, you could just walk down the road and they'll be like, oh, by the way, that rock was bought here during the road. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that aspect of it is beautiful, but there's something different about Barcelona that I really, really enjoyed and I can't big it up enough. Um, mm-hmm. We had a great time. Uh, amazing time. And um, we went back... No, immediately you can feel there's a different vibe. As soon as you land, you're like, okay, we're back. We're back in the ghetto, bro. You know? Now, do you know what was funny, though? Do you know what made me kind of proud to be British? So the, mm. they were very strict about masks in Barcelona. Very oh, yeah, strict. yeah. And even on the plane, like, they were like, you can't take your mask off whatsoever until you land. So the minute we landed, we were like, mate, this is Britain. This is the land of lawless. <laughs> I ain't wearing a fucking mask. I took it off straight away. I was like, yeah. Through the bin. <laughs> British. Do you know what I mean? I just put my mask in the bin. I said, I don't need this shit no more. Do you know what I mean? It is what it is. Like you go on public transport and it's like, oh, we'd appreciate it if you could wear your mask. You know, it's very like yeah, we could, but I ain't going to, mate. How about that? So yeah, it was, uh, yeah. It's, it, it was refreshing because in Spain, everywhere you go, you need you. It's mandatory to wear a mask if you're. And they're aggressive with it as well. Like I walked into yeah. um the the market and I had the mask. I hadn't had the mask on. I just completely forgot. And the guy who had the thing was like, oh, put your mask on. So I, you know, I was taking it out of my pocket and he just kind of stood there and watched me put the mask on. It was being like super mm, aggressive about it. I was like, yeah. relax for fuck's sake. Like, I'm not, they'll say, no, I'm not going to put the mask on. I've just, you know, I forgot. Again, you got to respect the rules and like, obviously, of they're, course, of course. they're in a different like, situation. So we, we don't want to be it. those yeah. Brits. Do you know what I mean? We don't want to be mm. those Brits that go abroad and have problems. So, of course, like you like, said, wore, wore the mask. But it was liberating. It was liberating. As soon as I landed, it flung it off my face. I get that like, shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm home now. I'm home. <laughs> it was nice to be home, but um, I did get the blues over the week. Um, Barcelona blues. I took Monday off. I'm so glad I took Monday off. Like, I needed See, I that. I started break. a new job immediately, so it's crazy. God, it was so. Uh, oh, you, you know, sir? Yeah, it, you're crazy. You're actually no, a mad man, guy. I, I need to. I need to definitely go on holiday again. Um, <laughs> I think the major part of coming home that's bad is that you come back to your life. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Just yeah. Like I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> All right, let me put it this way. If you got a role in Barcelona or a job, could you move there? Could you live in Barcelona? See, the thing with me is I'm quite like, as much as I say I hate London and everything, I, I also can't live anywhere else. Mm. But I think I could maybe manage like a year or two at, in Barcelona for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I, yeah, like, yeah. I'd say most places I would say straight up no. Mm. I think of the two places I've gone to, I think um amsterdam probably i could live in because they, they all speak english and it's quite um, similar to british cultures yeah they, like i there were times when i was in amsterdam i was like oh i'm basically in in a different part of london that i haven't been to and yeah. uh yeah and barcelona for sure i think i could have i could have maybe spent the whole year there to be honest yeah, yeah. i mean to compare madrid and barcelona because i was in madrid for the week for work um, madrid is more of just a city I, i'd compare it closer to london actually and madrid uh, in terms of like the vibes but I'm not gonna lie I went Madrid for like four or five days a, a year or two ago after day two we ran out of things to do it yeah was, you ran out of things I, to do I did not like Madrid like that I was quite surprised because like, you know when you think Real Madrid and the football club and everything you think everything's going to be flashy and wow mm. do you know what I mean but when I got there I was like well, this is Madrid it's kind of dead yeah it's kind of dead I mean they have a nice city centre but I mean yeah there's there's no pizzazz in Barcelona. You felt like you were in pizzazz. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I don't like know how to describe different it. Different world as well, man. It was just yeah, it was yeah. nice, man. I liked it. So I I think I could live there actually. Um, if if there's ever a possibility, if anyone wants to give me a job in Barcelona, hit me up. <laughs> I'd be happy to go. I think it's mostly finance that they do there. Uh, hence why they're so rich. But um, obviously tourism is also big, and 
Uh, yeah, you, I can you can see, see why it. tourism is big, though. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. Uh, it's a nice city to visit. I think it's also a tax, kind of like a tax haven, because I don't know if you noticed, but the ships that were going into the shipping yard were absolutely packed, like they were in a line. Um, and I, I think I googled it later at work, and it, it Barcelona is like they have like a tax-free status for ships or something like that. So they use it as a stop-off point or a delivery point, um, which is why they they've obviously developed so so much quicker. Than the rest of Spain, you can see it really. To be honest, like, um, but uh, I don't know how I feel about that one. Do you know what I mean? But like, it is what it is. Uh, if they do that, you know, it's on them. It's kind of like Monaco vibes. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, no, good holiday, man. And now I feel refreshed. Do you know what I mean? I'm back at work. It's all right. Nah, I feel worse, bro. I just want to go out again. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yo, it was Easter an break. Holiday. Let's do that, man. Easter break. Let's, Easter, Easter. Let, next week. You mean this weekend? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this weekend, man. Let's see, man. I've got like a week off from work, innit? Because mm. I work for a university, so they give you the long holiday. Right, so, right. Uh, let's do something in in the UK. You know, in Britain. In Britain, mate. drive around. Let's do, do it, mate. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think we've had. Uh, yeah, hopefully you've enjoyed that episode. Um, we're coming towards the hour mark, or around fifty minutes. And uh, yeah, definitely go to Barcelona. Um, if you haven't fucking do it, if you've done it before and you don't remember it, just go. It's amazing. And uh, I guess we'll see you next time on. The next episode so we'll see you bye uh, steve why didn't you say who said having fun and being serious can't go hand in hand you that was bloody brilliant